Welcome to the Leadership Forum. We call this the Leadership Forum. Where we discuss leaders and followers. It's not a political trick. This episode is a repeat of the live session that happens on Monday's mid-morning show with Omboy Mboro. Every once in a while we have to talk about some uh, issues that affect all of us. Featuring the Bishop of Christ is the Answer Ministries, Bishop David Oginde. There are things that one can be able to do in order for them to be able to gets to where they want to go. The Leadership Forum. Leadership Forum, only on Hope FM. Listen and live. So we go to the Leadership Forum. Bishop of Christ is the Answer Ministries with us. How are you doing, Bishop? I'm very well, thank you. You're well? Yes. It's been hard this season. Oh, Oh, it is hot, yes. When is the last time it was this uh, kind of climate, weather? I can't, I can't quite tell, but uh, it has been hot. It's I'm, I'm thinking I haven't felt it like this myself. Yeah. So they should use me to determine when is the last time Kenya experienced this kind of heat. But it tells us that uh, the, the warnings we were given are actually real. Yes. Mm. Our dealing with the environment ah, is real. It's, it's real. real. Yeah. All right. It's real. That's the one thing we should take uh, home. Wangari Madai said that uh, nature is very harsh. And unforgiving. And unforgiving. And I think, I think that reality is yes, hitting us. it is hitting us. Yeah. Wow. So last time we were looking at factors that make leaders destructive. Mm-hmm. Mm, five critical factors and we talked of charisma we talked of personalized use of power mm-hmm. and we were just about to get to narcissism when time ran out you oh really we, i think so we went that far mm. okay yeah, yeah we, we just did personalized use of power right and just before we could go to the third we ran out of time Okay. Yes. So yeah. do we pick it up yeah. just yeah. Uh, from right, there? Right there. All right. Right there. Yeah. Uh, narcissism. Yes. Is what we were about to talk about. Uh, basically, what we, uh, for those of who may be joining us and uh, may not understand what we are talking about, we are talking about destructive leadership. leadership. And in destructive leadership, we said that uh, there are three uh, factors that lead or could lead to destructive leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the destructive leader. Uh, that's what we'll call this person. And two are susceptible followers. Yes. And three is conducive environments. This is what uh, is called the toxic Triangle. Triangle. <laughs> this is based on a study by uh, some three scholars known as Art Padilla, Robert Hogan, and Robert Kaiser. They did a, 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 an extensive research on destructive leadership. And so they came up with these three, or these three showed up as the factors that combine mm. to bring about destructive leadership. The so, destructive leader? The destructive leader, the leader himself, would have some characteristics that tends towards destructive 
leadership. leadership yes. The followers mm-hmm. also would have certain characteristics that contribute towards destructive leadership. The environment within which leadership is taking place could also provide an envir- uh, a conducive uh, situation that leads or lends itself to destructive leadership. Yes. So this is what they found in their study, and we are just looking at each of these right. so that we see how does this come about. So we were at the point of looking at the leader. Yes. This person called the leader. Within the, the triangle. Within the triangle. We are looking at the uh-huh. leader himself. And we say that there are five critical factors that describe a destructive leader. All right. Or mm. could lead towards destructive leadership. One of them is charisma, which we talked about. Yes. Uh, we talked about um, personalized use of power and then we are now at number three which is narcissism yes uh generally narcissism involves uh dominance arrogance a sense of entitlement uh, a selfish pursuit of pleasure and what these scholars call grandiosity. This is a display of, uh, of, of what can I call it? something grandiose, doing things in a big way, you know, mm. exaggerated way of doing things. Yes. Uh, so whatever this leader does, it's done in a grandiose manner. They appear in a grandiose manner. You'll find that this kind of people are show-offish. Uh, they can't touch a word. From show off. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> they, they tend to show off. They are show off. They, 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 therefore, you'll find that um, they, they want to sh- do things in a manner that shows that you know they are around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot ignore them. You cannot ignore people. them. You cannot miss them. Yes. That is what narcissism is all about. Uh-huh. So narcissist leaders are generally self-absorbed. They tend to draw attention towards themselves. They they seek to be seen. Uh, if we use worshipped, as it were, mm-hmm. they do not want people that ignore their v- viewpoints. They they are at the center of everything that happens they are the sun and the moon and the stars revolve around them <laughs> yes <laughs> if we use we, we use that yes yeah so the planets you know revolve around them uh-huh. because they are the center of everything yes <laughs> often they claim special knowledge and privilege they they, they have this uh when they say something, mm. it should not be challenged because they they are the all and in all and mm-hmm. ends with them. So mm-hmm. when you find a leader that uh, basically his word is law because they don't expect that somebody would know better than they do. No one should. Yes. They, they are 
they are they have special <laughs> they have knowledge know it all know it all okay they demand unquestioning obedience mm-hmm. uh narcissist leaders so it is my way or the highway the highway so that that is uh the kind of leader that becomes destructive because of that sense of behavior they have a sense of entitlement uh that um even when they do certain things that people would imagine is not right or wrong mm-hmm. uh, or or is wrong they they can justify it because they are the leader you know i am the leader so whatever i do is right um and so you should not question it so they have this sense of entitlement that's why this grandiosity comes about because there's no one to check it mm-hmm. uh if they want to drive a big car they buy that big car if they want a plane they buy the plane if they want if they, they can afford def- it they will you know they, the they they can yes they want that anyway if they can afford it if the organization can afford it they they will do it so mm. they they live large i think that's the word <laughs> They live large. They live large uh, with this sense of entitlement. And therefore, because of that, they become autocratic. They do not seek people's opinions mm-hmm. or listen to other people's views. It is their views. So that is narcissism. Yes. Narcissism. Which psychologists call a disorder. It's a personality disorder. It is. He's a sick man. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the leader. He's a sick. He sounds sick actually. He sounds sick. And and uh, we will we will come to just look at what leads to this. All right. And uh you are right that this this in most cases they are sick people. Okay. Sick people they are suffering from some kind of disorder. <laughs> yes. The th- the fourth one yes is uh what we call negative life themes yes That's negative life life themes. themes these people tend to have a negative life story uh and and it 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 leads to what we have just talked about So these negative life stories work in actually two opposite ways. For some people it works positively. For some people it works negatively. A negative life story reflects the extent to which a leader has had a destructive image of his or her role in the world. In in other words this person uh has suffered things in the course of their lives mm. and this is what kind of gives them a sense of entitlement because i have suffered so much in my past you know and when they give the stories it's like they want you to they want to draw sympathy And the story is real. The story is real. Okay. The story is real. Mm-hmm. Uh they could have been abandoned oh. uh in childhood. They could have come from a very poor family. Mm-hmm. Uh you know. 
and have worked through life to get to where they are. They've worked very hard. Worked very hard ah. to get to where they they have got. Uh, they could have suffered persecution. Even. Even. Whoa. You know, in the course of their earlier lives. Injustice. Injustice. Okay. And so those kinds of life themes, negative life themes, unfortunately, is what makes them feel entitled. You were not there when we were struggling. Uh, you, no, you are not. You are not there. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, you have no idea. You have no idea where what we, been through. What I have gone through. To get here. To get where I am. Okay. You know, I, I have suffered in life. So it is, it, it, it is put in such a way that then you allow that person to do certain things or get away with certain things uh, because you are not there. So you agree with him? And take Basically, it. yes. And, because and these are true stories. In most cases, they are true stories. There are people who may create stories, but in most cases, they are true stories. Uh, of what these people have suffered. They may have come from a very poor background. And when they tell you how poor they were as they grew up and and uh, using our language, mm. they were hustlers. Yes. You know, and, and they have risen through the ranks to get to where they are. They are. So there's a sense in which they are entitled to enjoy the pleasures of life uh, because... Why do you want to take me back to where I came from? And you, you grew up in a very nice environment. You, your, your they parents. They love take, saying that. Yes. Such people, I guess, would be the ones who love saying you grew up with a silver spoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> in your mouth. In your mouth. I, we, yeah. we, we, we have struggled through you. life. <laughs> you okay. know? So that kind of silences other people. Sure. When they try, when these kinds of leaders now try to live this uh, grandiose life, you know, this uh, very extravagant lifestyle and so on, you give them room because after all, they suffered in their, in their earlier life. So why should you deny, deny them that um, uh, opportunity? And that way we become part of the toxic triangle. By yes, being too this is, understanding of this story. Yes, now you have moved to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as a follower, yes. that will lead to the toxic triangle because yes. you, you begin to sympathize and give them room. Yeah, sure. yeah, you yeah, don't sure. want to question them because, yeah, that is what where they came from. We are poor people. Uh, we are strugglers. We are, you know, <laughs> sufferers. Uh, sufferers. So... Uh, give us room to also enjoy ourselves. I can see that. Sometimes it's a traumatic childhood mm. that can dispose a person to destructive leadership. The, the, this person suffered as a, as a child and the trauma they suffered can cause them to also want to inflict pain in other people. This now is almost the opposite Instead of them enjoying life for themselves, they, they also want others to suffer the way they suffered. Yeah. So if, for example, that trauma was part of poverty, they would not want to see other people uh, rich or other people enjoying life because you should also suffer the way 
I suffered. And this sometimes happens even in families. You find a parent who struggled in early life, it works in opposite direction. Some parents who suffered in early life lavish their children because they don't want their children to suffer the way they suffered. The opposite one is they want their children to also suffer. This is what I have worked for. You also work for your own, Mm. you know? For me, when I was a little child, I didn't have these pleasures. So you also struggle. Why do you want them? You struggle, get to your place where where I also got to. If I made it, you can also make it. So <laughs> it's, 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 you can see it works in opposite directions. So one says, I suffered too much in my childhood. I do not want to see my child suffer the same mm, way. Mm. The other one is saying, I suffered so much, my child must also learn, you know, to struggle through life and make it. If so I made both, it. Both indeed have the negative life uh, experience. Both, exactly. Why has one become a positive to some extent and the other one it's the the same past both are bad by the way okay both are bad the one who is lavishing their children Mm. or in this case their followers with all these luxuries goodies goodies (laughs) is just as bad as the one who is denying. It doesn't sound bad to me. That, that it doesn't like... sound bad, but you see, they're not. Uh, uh, the person who lavishes their children with all these things because they themselves suffered, my child should not suffer. Sometimes they deny those children opportunity to develop themselves and mm. take sense of responsibility. So you'll find that children who come out of that kind of an environment have no sense of responsibility. Everything was provided for. They never worked. They don't can't clean anything. You know, my child cannot go to the kitchen, you know. Yeah. You know, the the the, the house girl is there to do everything. The cleaner cleans the place, the guys washed for them and everything. So this child does not have opportunity to develop a sense of personal responsibility. responsibility. That child is spoiled. Or even and they will not, su- will not survive in the real world. Yeah, life skills lacking. Yeah, there are life skills that are lacking. So that parent is just as bad as the one who is denying their children the basics of life. Because I suffered, I made it, you can also suffer, you will make it. So you can find a child is being forced to walk to school when the car is there. Mm. You know, because I walk to school myself. Why can't you walk? Mm. So it creates it creates another trauma in that child because other children are being dropped to school. My father has a car. It's parked at home. I have to walk to school. If the car was not there, that's a different story. But to deny that child those little privileges of life mm-hmm. simply because you yourself Lacked never them. got them yeah. is also just as bad. And that can be carried into a working environment in a leadership situation where a leader denies their uh, followers the luxuries or no, the privileges of life because they themselves suffered. So you should also <laughs> suffer. suffer. 
But there's the other leader who will now just give people everything. And because we suffered so much, I, I can't allow you people to also suffer. So you, you find that both are not good. It's the in-between, the balance mm. that is important and necessary. Yeah. Yes. All right. The, this, the other area of these negative light things is abuse. If, mm-hmm. if a person comes from a place where they were abused as children, again, they will either distance themselves from others, they will not trust people, uh, and so they are lone rangers because of that fear that this person could abuse me the way I was abused. And though they are leaders, they always think that people want to take advantage of them. And that's why they are not trusting in anybody. Because this this person could be wanting to take advantage of me the way I was taken advantage of when I was a little child. Mm. So they, they, they don't trust people. On the other hand, uh, these people who are abused can also become very submissive. Oh. Because... In an extreme way. In an again. extreme way. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they are not the destructive leaders because the destructive leaders are generally narcissists. So they will not be submissive. But you may find them in the, in the followers mm. who just give in to everything. So they're still in the toxic triangle. They're still part of the toxic triangle. All right. Wow. Examples are given of of uh, people who have been destructive leaders, people like Joseph Stalin, uh, Hitler, Hitler, what, Mussolini. What, what made Hitler? They suffered in their childhood. Mm. That is what has been found. Uh, Stalin had abusive, alcoholic father who beat them together with the mother. Uh, when they were young and so he just came to hate everybody and uh, same with Hitler he had had a very abusive childhood uh, and and they experienced childhood distress people like Mussolini and Fidel Castro uh, those kinds of people so you find that life themes follow them into their leadership and it expresses itself in various ways that are destructive. Mm. Yeah. So basically what it means is that as a leader, one needs to be sure that they do not carry their personal experiences into their leadership role. Because it could contribute to this destructive Leadership. How do you do that? How do you separate yourself from what you've been through? Uh, that is another topic altogether mm-hmm. uh, in what we call the personal mastery or self-leadership. Ah, and we talked about it at some point. I, I think we have talked about self-leadership yes, at some leadership, point. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So that that personal mastery, uh, self-awareness, uh, that's part of it. That you become aware of who you are and what are you are capable of doing mm, mm. 
<laughs> you know <laughs> i'm capable of this you, yes i'm aware of that you are aware of it yeah. that because of my my background yes i can talk harsh to people harshly mm. uh, to people that awareness helps you to control yourself in given situations so that when you are about to talk harshly to a person you realize hey there really? I go again. It is that uh, the problem. It is, is that, yes. <laughs> it is not this So person. then you hold yourself yes. and you are able to deal with that situation in a more uh, uh, balanced manner. Yes. But if you are not aware, there are people who actually are not aware and they just say, that is who I am. That's just how who I am. And they, that saying just who I am is like almost an excuse that I can beat you up and say, that is just who I am. Mm. And no. That is who you are, but you can control it. Yeah. Yeah. You can beat your body and keep it under control. Yeah. All right. So that, that self-awareness can help you. Okay. Yes. Okay. The last one, number five on that destructive leaders is the ideology of hate. Mm, I'm trying to see what we said about that, at, if at all. That's just what we say. Ideology of hate. Ideology of hate. Uh-huh. This uh, is a characteristic in a person which has such hatred for people who don't agree with them. A characteristic. Yes. It is a characteristic in an individual. Mm. You You... If, if you don't agree with a person, it is, not, it is not left at that. It develops into a hatred, a hatred that is destructive. So you will pursue people who don't agree with you to the maximum point you can get to show them who you are. Uh, it, it's really a very deep kind of hatred. So that whoever crosses your path, that person becomes an enemy. And that enemy cannot live. You have to destroy them. You have to finish them. And there are people like that. You know, they, you, you disagree with them in the office or, and they will follow you up. They will look for ways of dealing with you. And if that person is a leader, mm. in which case they have both authority and power, yeah. finishing you is not a problem. It's easy. Yeah, it's easy. So if you cross their path, you are gone. Whether that going is you are being sucked or you are being undermined or you are being thrown out, whatever it is, and sometimes being killed, it is a bad spirit. Mm, then yeah. that's a spiritual problem, yes. You're right. It's spiritual. It is a spiritual problem. <laughs> All these things are spiritual. <laughs> Being a pastor, you see the spirit. Yeah, this is spiritual. This kind of hatred? This kind of hatred is spiritual. Is it land? It is not land. You see... You call it an ideology. It's an ideology in the sense that... You see that... When, if we disagree with you, yes, uh, boy, yeah, there's a sense in which I can deal with that disagreement mm. very objectively, yeah, 
what we call agree to disagree. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You had one point of view. I had a different yeah. point of view, and therefore we did not agree. Yeah, like well, no, we don't agree on John the Baptist, for example. What, what, we don't. what about him? You're always saying that he could. <laughs> that he did what? I don't remember us disagreeing over John the Baptist. <laughs> you are going to cause me to hate you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is really funny. Well, you you keep talking about John the Baptist and and saying how he how he confronted Herod. He was, oh. And you compare him with how Nathan confronted I, I, yeah, David. And, and, and uh, just from a human point of view, yes. I, I have said that and I believe it because <laughs> I think John the Baptist could have lived to tell the, to story. Tell the story if he handled that situation with wisdom. I've always not agreed with that. No problem. <laughs> we agree to disagree. Good. But that now should not bring hatred because you see now there are people mm. who when you disagree with them, mm. it develops into hatred. Now we can't, when I see you coming, I take a different route <laughs> uh, because that person, I just don't like him. I, I, I hate him. Now imagine with a place where now that person is a leader uh. They will look for opportunities to destroy you. They will look for opportunities to mess you up. Yeah. So that is where it becomes ideology in the sense that these people believe the only way to deal with people who disagree with you is to destroy them. So they have no in-between where we can just disagree, but we are still friends. You know, We disagree, we become enemies. We, we disagree, we become enemies. That is their ideology and there are people like that not just leaders and there, there are people are, like that and they have yeah. enemies everywhere you talk to them and say oh by the way metro and so, ah no ah, that, that person <laughs> you know i do you talk to him that person is terrible and they tell you now how this person became terrible and it is a small thing they disagreed on and that person has become their enemy they can't go to their wedding. They can't give them anything. They will not give them opportunity. If he calls a meeting, I will not go. Simply because you disagreed on a small thing. It has now become an ideology. And any person you disagree with is put in that basket. Mm. So you find people who have so many enemies everywhere. Mm. You mention a name, they, ah, that's a bad person. You name, ah, no, 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 no. You, that is why we call it ideology. And these people, these kind of leaders are like that. They create, they, they operate under that ideology. Anybody who crosses their path, anybody who disagrees with them is their enemy. Wow. And it doesn't end at that. Enemies are to be destroyed. There to be eliminated. You're not just there as an enemy. You, I, I, I'm now scheming. I scheme for ways to make you pay. You pay for this. You pay for this. So that is what makes it so bad. So it is not a passive kind of thing. It is an active. They will look for opportunity. They, I will follow you to, uh, to where you work and uh, ensure ensure that you are sucked or something. Wow. Yeah. Oh. It's it's a bad spirit. 
It's real hatred, it's, yeah? Yes, it is hatred. That's the word. It's not a dislike. This person can't be a Christian. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are Christians like that. <laughs> then how do you face God? How will you face God if you're a Christian and walking, literally walking in hatred mm. and vengeance, it seems? Yes. Okay. So we are, that's the fifth one. We will pick it up from there. This is the Leadership Forum on Hope FM. My name is Wambo Imburo, and with us is the Bishop of Christ, is the Answer Ministries, Bishop David Okinle. Join us next week for the second episode of the Leadership Forum.